Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now here's your host, Tom Singer. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Making Waves at Sea Level. Thank you so much for picking this podcast. We're going to have some fun today because we're going to talk with somebody who is an international speech coach and a healer, and we're going to talk about why communications matter no matter what size business you're in or what your role is in that company. Today, I am joined by Christine Molay, CSP. She is the first person in France to earn the Certified Speaking Professional designation, and so that's pretty cool. And we're going to talk all about her business, which is extremely unique, and how she helps executives and solopreneurs and others to be able to communicate and succeed. So, before we get started, I have to thank the first sponsor of this episode. So, this episode is brought to you by Stanton Chase International, one of the leading global executive search firms serving as trusted advisors to help companies build their senior leadership teams. Now, if you listen to this show regularly, you know that I work with Stanton Chase. So if you're looking to build your senior leadership team and you're going to use an executive search firm, Stanton Chase has to be on that short list of firms that you talk to. So reach out to me directly and wherever you are in the world, I will put you in touch with the best search exec- executive who will help you fill that role. All right. So Christine, welcome to Making Waves at Sea Level. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm based in the southeast of France on the French Riviera between Cannes and Monaco. If you know where this is, where Grace, Grace Kelly was uh, <laughs> well, the princess, you know, of the, and people loved her so much. They did. Thank you, Tom, for uh, pronouncing my words so well. Molay, just like Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is how I do it. You know, when Gary Rifkin pronounced it, when he gave me, um, my, when he pronounced my name, I was uh, backstage, you know, and I was waiting to just step on the platform and, and earn the CSP medal by. Laura Stack, she was the president at that time, and uh, he said, "Mole," said, "No, no, Gary, this mole just like Chevrolet. It's, it's mole <laughs> like Chevrolet. It's not mole. Yeah, it's mole, not mole like Chevrolet, and I love the brand. <laughs> it's it's not mole like the hairstyle that's long in the back. It's not a mole. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, Christine, how in the world did you get into a career as a speech coach and a healer? Well, um, let me start just like by telling my story as a healer because um, that's it, something that I really use in my coaching sessions and I can do this remotely online whenever in the world. I had a, a young woman in, in L.A. a few days ago and I'm coaching people in Toronto in Canada as well. So I have been a healer since five women generation. So uh, we have five women generation uh, who were healers in the family. 
And I got really uh, trained by my grandma and my grand my grandma, grandma, yeah. Um, I was just letting you know, my, my nose was just like up the table like this. And I was uh, trying all my, my uh, to my fingers, all their wonderful rings they were wearing. You know, I was just, they were stunning to me. And so my grandmother, uh, she healed people who were suffering from, from cancer, you know, and she was uh, taking off the, the pain uh, after cancer. And she had a, a, a cold a water boil uh, just next to her. And she was when she was touching the person, the, 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 the water was boiling. So, I, t- I mean, this was just some, something so extraordinary to me. And I said to her, you have to teach that to me. You have, I want to learn this. And, um, and then I started learning. And uh, all, through all my life, I have been uh, doing this, you know, since I was uh, 20. Um, because, you know, I was just uh, trying how to um, catalyze, you know, to the, this energy that, that I had into me, you know, because it was very disturbing, you know, as a child. As a young woman, uh, I didn't know how to use it. And so, well, um, I was first uh, a senior consultant and coach in uh, influencing skills. So I did uh, approximately five world tour. This is how I earned my CSP. My my speech then was, uh, uh, why do good negotiators get what they desire? <laughs> and uh well i was uh i was influencing them in my way and um uh in 2012 i made a decision to uh really uh transfer the knowledge you know to this is now my my how to say my the way i want to live i stopped uh, running around the world getting the jet lags and you must know what this is <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, just like the sea level, no. And um, I made the decision really to transfer that knowledge, and so now I became, um, you know, how I made it, how I did this world tour, and uh, how can CEOs uh, and also solopreneur become much more memorable? You know, people who don't know what, what to do with their hands and they have throat blockage, you know, and then that is very useful when you are a healer, you can help them. So it's interesting when you talk about for CEOs and other people who have to go and present, and if you're in business, you're presenting more and more than ever. We're doing it virtually, we're doing it in person. Uh, you know, if you're raising money, you're going on a roadshow or a virtual roadshow and being able to clearly and concisely be able to talk about who you are and what you do so well. It's really something a lot of people take for granted. A lot of people think they're good speakers because after the CEO gives a speech, people in the company always say great speech because they're being polite. No one's going to go up to the CEO and say, wow, you really should hire, you really should hire a speech coach. You know what I do? Let me give you my secret. What I do is uh, I attend uh, uh, events, you know, uh, led by CEOs and I I hide at the, you know, in the last row with my camera and I, uh, (laughs) I record them. I record their speech. This is how I became the coach of a really C-suite level uh, in the communication business in France. People, a company who has more than 70,000 uh, people in the world. Uh, so uh, I became his coach because I recorded him and I sent him the recordings and say, um, please tell me what you like in what you see and uh, let me please 
tell you uh, how you can improve, how you could be excellent. You know, because there's a huge difference between being good and being excellent. Oh, absolutely. And we know, you know, it's kind of one of those things that's hard to describe, but when you sit through a presentation that is excellent, it really does make a difference. It stirs the room. It moves people to action. So why do you think so many people have trouble presenting and speaking? Well, well because people, you know, uh, <laughs> I like to use this metaphor. They build Berlin walls around them, you know, uh, sometimes even more than one. Berlin Wall, and they they lose the key. They can't even open the door to the Berlin Wall anymore. So they lock themselves in. And so this is often the case with, uh, you know, um, I had a a C-suite a couple of months ago in the coaching, and, um, you know, nothing came out. He he just, he was, you know, he had, the throat was totally, the chakra, you know, uh, the throat chakra was totally blocked and so uh, we did some energetic healing. I mean, I did them with him. And, uh, well, um, you know, uh, he has, uh, he, he, he was so kind that he gave me, um, um, he gave me a témoignage, what we call in French, you know, on LinkedIn. And uh, he's a Frenchman. And, uh, well, I changed, I think I did change his life. This is what he texted me um, a few days later after the coaching session. He said to me, you really changed my life. Now I, I'm feeling so much more confid- confident when I speak. I'm feeling um, that I just let go, you know, all these Berlin walls that I built around myself. Well, I love that analogy of building a Berlin wall around yourself to protect yourself. And I, I mean, in society, for lots of reasons, Many of us put up these walls to protect ourselves, to to make sure that we fit into whatever job or career path yeah. that we're on. And then there comes a time where we have to go outside of those walls. And like you said, they, they can't even find the key. And so, I mean, speaking is a great metaphor for this, but there's so many areas of life where we've built where we've built these walls. So yeah. if you're working with an executive and they've got walls up, first of all, how do you even let them know, hey, buddy, you, you've got a bunch of walls? Um well, um, you know, I have, <laughs> I mean, this, this can sound weird to people who just listen to us. Uh, I have some guide who's speaking to my right ear and, uh, uh, and they say, yes, you can, or no, just don't do it now. You know, it's just like this, you know, I, I can't explain, you know, uh, even how it works. I mean, some healers who just listen to us will understand uh, what it means. And I get this sign from the universe, yes, you can, or no, you can't now. And so if you can't now, you can try a little later. And, um, you know, it always works. Uh, it always works because uh, uh, people, um, um, I, I mean, I, I have the capacity. I, um, people listen to me and they, they, tell, they, they, they tell their life to me. They, they have the, this, you know, the, this capability sometimes to just tell about what happens in their life. And some of them are very unhappy. And so um, this is what also creates some of the burning walls. You know, uh, the fact that someone, you know, um, in, might be a solopreneur or medium-sized company or C-suite level. I mean, they had a a very uh, poor education or their parents were very um, saying, no, don't do this, don't do that. 
uh, I will choose your scholarship and I will choose your, your wife and husband. And, 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 and that is just, uh, it's crazy. And then people then um, realize at a certain stage of their life that they're locked in, you know, they were locked in by their own education. This is what, how things happen. All right. So I want to address sort of the elephant in the room here. And so bear with me for a second. There's a lot of people listening who are thinking, Christine is a little too woo woo for me. (laughs) You know, as, as an executive, I don't know that I need an energy healer. And yet over the last couple of years, I've become very open to a whole bunch of five years ago. I don't know that I would have done this interview because I would have been like, really, Christine, we're talking about the spirit speaking into your ear. (laughs) But, but now I actually believe that there are there are layers to life that we don't we don't see. And so I'm open to hearing this. But there's some people listening who are like, should I just hit go to the next podcast? By the way, do not hit advance to the next podcast. You got to hear the rest of this episode. So there are some people who are a little a little questionable about this whole energy healer thing. How do you work with executives who might be a little skeptical about Christine and the energy healer side, not so much the speech coach side. They're looking for that. But when they find out that you're talking about their chakra and, you know, their upbringing. Well, I just, I just um, uh, show them, you know, when the recordings just uh, speak with, with itself. I mean, by itself, because when you record people and I, I use a lot of um, recording sessions when, uh, when I do the coaching and what the person see when, when the person see herself in, in, you know, and, 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 and I can just point this out and I do it very precociously. You know, I, I just don't, I don't push, you know, I just do it very, very smoothly and very gently. And then the person then realizes because then she's watching to herself. Let me just tell you an analogy, uh, an example, what happened with uh, one of the C-suite person I, I work with. Um, uh, I did uh, some, some, I had some technical issue and there was no sound when he spoke. And so he was just looking at himself uh, with no sound. And then he realized how poor he was. Uh, you know, using his hands, using his body, using his own energy to just, you know, get things out. And this just point this out. And this gave me the opportunity to tell him, uh, maybe we should work on your, to unlock some, some of the burning walls that you build around yourself. And that made it, you know, I just, I, it made my day and it made his day because, you know, a couple of days later, he just texted me and say, wow, that is just extraordinary, you know. I mean, this is how I work. I don't push people, never. I don't do that. I mean, this is not uh, what a healer or whenever should, <laughs> should do. You, you should not push people. We should just, just gently let them know. And, you know, the universe is here for us because this, this C-suite person uh, had no sound in the recording, and this was just the time for him. You know, it was the right time for him to realize that, that his speaking was just like uh, helpless. I mean, he was not, because we didn't have the sound. You know, then we, we could just uh, have someone who was just like this, you know, not moving at all. And then he realized, he really realized that there was something missing. And then we worked. I love, I love that analogy of the fact that there was technical difficulties and there was no sound, but that's exactly what he needed was to be able to see himself speaking without hearing what he was saying. So the universe does work in mysterious ways. So 
You work with clients all over the world. Are there certain cultures that are more open to your techniques and the way you do things? And are there certain cultures that are more oh. like, whoa, too woo-woo for me? Not at all. I mean, I mean, I, I can tell you that, I, you know, with the Germans, I can I work with Germany as well. And, you know, uh, a lot of I, I speak German, but um, a lot of German I used to speak English. And so uh, we work, I mean, I work with, with lots of different cultures. Uh, I, I did work with a Romanian uh, CEO. I mean, and, um, well, there are some times when I don't use it because it's not needed, you know. I just listen to the to, to what the universe sent us. You know, this no sounds thing was the universe. You know, he just decided that it was the right time for him to understand, you see. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't believe in coincidences in life. You know, we are on each other paths, not not for, uh, you know, for a certain reason. There are no coincidences in life. So let's talk about the, the, the speech coaching and why presentation skills matter so much to executives. So let's let's dive into this. Why? Why All does right. it matter? Why do why do executives need to care that they're not just good, but that they're excellent? Well, uh, often they don't understand that they should not introduce yourself by, hey, I'm John uh, Master, and I'm so glad to be here with you today. And this is the best way to get the audience to take back their smartphone and, 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 write, and write emails, you know. I mean, this is not the way to start. Uh, you know, they don't know that they can use a M- MC you know, and they don't know who a, a, right, a good MC is, just like you, Tom, uh, and they should use MC, and they don't know what, what it is, and they don't understand that they should write a small text in order to introduce themselves because they don't know how to pitch. Like, you know, a good pitch, you know, in, in a few seconds, I am first name, last name function. I help target people or target group who have issues, problems, symptoms, get benefit, I am brand. You know, that is very simple. But lots of people from very small businesses to C-suite level don't know how to do this. And they don't know that they, what they should write to the MC that they could present, introduce them in the right way. Yeah, that introduction really goes a long way. And you're right. If, if, if you start off and just are like repeating the introduction or, or talking about your own credentials, people will immediately dive into to their own cell phones. Why do you they th- go there? Yeah. Why, you know, why this you- is a very nice competition. That's right. The cell phone, the cell phone takes over a lot of our, of our attention these days. So in the middle of the speech and, and, and sort of the body of speaking, what is it that CEOs need to think about to really have some power? To their words. Okay. Well, uh, a good speech has um, five steps. It always starts with emotion. So, in the limbic part of the brain, the limbic is the emotional part of the, that 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 really, at the end, makes a decision. So, they start with the emotion. They can start with very different ways. People love stories, so you know, storytelling is a one way they can start with. Uh, if they have people who are more just concerned, you know, uh, Fortune 500 people in the room, they can start with a statistic or with a very factual or with, a, you know, something that is um, uh, related to what happens uh, today, just like the COVID, for instance, or the numbers, you know. Um, and they can also start with a quote, 
you know, if they don't have ideas, you know, it's a very good way to start. So they can, they create the link with the person, with the people, you know. Creating the link is always in the limbic part of the brain. So first step. Then, then dive in into what I call the promise. The promise is why should people listen to me as a CEO or where, where, who I am? I, I, am. I mean, uh, uh, why should people listen to me? So give the promise. So there must be a transition between the storytelling, the emotional side, and then transition to the promise. And then the other, the other step is the explanation. I mean, uh, in a, for instance, in a 30 to 45 minute speech, there can be three explanation and three illustration because then, then they do explanation and then illustration or storytelling and then key point, you see? And that is very important. And they should have always a good transition between one point and the second point and that's it. And the third point. And then five step the transition to the emotional part, which I call the call to action, because a lot of people don't know actually that there can be a, a really good call to action. I see so many people, you know, uh, I mean, from solopreneurs, coaches, and many entrepreneurs who just don't know that there can be a real call to action that, you know, uh, Robert Cialdini, who is uh, one of my mentors, you know, he used the scarcity, like, you know, I only have uh, 10 books with me. And, you know, the first person who is able to answer this question will then earn this book for free. And then everybody in the room want the book. And so they will just, <laughs> they will rush the table. And then, of course, you have more than 10 books <laughs> and you will then do the, you know, the autograph. <laughs> and that works. You know, it's a call to action. And then you, you can end with a nice conclusion, which can be, again, a quote, or end up with a very um, nice uh, story with a key lesson, you know, uh, what is the key The key lesson, what is the key message, because, you know, there are really three things that people need to know when they speak. First, what do you want people to remember? People, second, how do you want them to feel? You know, what, what is the emotion that you want them to have? And third, what do you want them to do? And if, if you get this, this is just perfect, you know, because then you have everything to write. I mean, not to write, because that is something else that I want to point out, uh, Somi, if you don't mind, is that I um, advise uh, people to never write their speech. I advise people to have a map of their speech and to have the map of their speech in front of them, you know, on a paperboard, a flip chart, and then speak their speech and then record record themselves with a dragon or and then you know and then then uh, recap and take all the words that they need to throw away you see and that is something that's very accurate it worked very well you know I'm probably the only coach who tell people not to write their speech. A lot of coaches tell, ah, oh, you start with writing your speech and blah, blah, blah. And then you stand behind, you know, these, uh, what we call, um, what is a presenter or something, you know, you hide behind it, yeah. you know, and you have behind no relationship with the audience. And that's wrong. You should be 
just like facing with the organ. Just take the audience, you know, just like if you wanted to give them a French kiss, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to take them in your arms, you know. And this is very important when you open. You must open with your heart, with emotion. So, Christine, this is great. I've got one more question for you before I let you go. But first, I have to thank the other sponsor of this episode. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure you're going to sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and that pesky technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing people who are making waves in business like Christine Molay. Hey, like Chevrolet. Like Chevrolet. <laughs> hey, if you want to start a podcast, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So as I let you go, I want to go back to the energy healer side. So why would somebody in just business, just, you know, Bobby or Susie business person, why should they go to an energy healer? Well, when they feel that things in their life happen just like cycle, you see, like, um, you know, there, there are some types of people who uh, uh, were born uh, to to um, um, not to get any type of achievement in their life, like they they fail, you know, they were born for failure, and that is something that comes from the past, you know. Uh, most of the time, it comes from sometimes one, two, or three generation, you know, because we can we 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 get this in ourselves, and so this person is then having issues circle. You know, just circle, circle, again and again. And so when they realize this, that is the right time. You know, and, you know, for myself, um, uh, I got the the chance to meet one of the best uh, energetic healer in France. He's uh, written many books. I mean, I think seven or eight books. And um, I realized that I was born with a cycle of violence. Like, I mean, I'm not going to be... Too personal about this, but I have been uh, going. I, I went through very difficult cycle in my life, and when I did realize this, I did go to the healer, even though I knew that I was a healer myself, and he told me that I was. But you know, when you realize this, when you realize that you are in cycle, like failing in cycle or having issues with uh, getting the right person in your life in a cycle. That is something very accurate. Then you should go in and go and see your healer. Uh, I think a lot of us can relate to being stuck in those cycles that you can't get out of over and over again in some area of our life. So, yeah, so that's fascinating. That's right. Well, Christine, our time together is, is wrapping up here. Is there anything else about communicating and, and sort of freeing yourselves from those Berlin walls that we've built around ourselves in so many areas? Is there anything else you wish everybody knew? Well, uh, I wish everybody would be more open to um, to energy, to to the universe, and listen to the sign because the universe is sending us signs every day, you know, minute by minute, every day. And so I wish people would be more open to just listen to those signs because they they are in your life, 
these signs are in your life and they get into your heart, into your body. And then you, when it, sometimes when you do realize that you are in those cycles, then it's too late sometimes, you know. Uh, sometimes you are very, very um, badly affected. You have uh, problems just like, um, you know, you have health problems. Because when when something is not uh, said, we said in French, qui, qui ne s'exprime pas s'imprime. So what doesn't express prints in the body? So uh, that is something very accurate. I think people should think about this very carefully. What doesn't express, what you can't express, prints into your body and yourself. And sometimes in your life, you will pay it. You will pay for it, you know, because then often some people at different types of uh, their lives and from solopreneurs to C-suite level have don't have this this ability to just express themselves and so they keep things inside and this is just locked into their cell and sometimes they're just they're just uh, they they are ill they suffer from a very bad illness you know I mean I the energetic heal that I know in Paris near Paris is healing people from cancer. This might be weird, but he he does have this ability, just like my grandma used to have, you know, to take, uh, you know, uh, people's uh, uh, sadness away from them and just heal them, you know. So I wish really that people would be more open, and I, I'm sure a lot of C-suite will be open to this more and more. Because the universe is sending us more and more sign. You know, the COVID is one sign from the universe, is one sign to the society. You know, we had we we haven't had more bees, you know, uh, the, the abeille, you know, the who manufacture the honey. Yeah, bees, yeah. We, did, we haven't had those for years, so many as since we, we had the the first confinement. So this is a sign from the universe to the planet, to the people like us, that we should care. We should care about ourselves and we should care about the planet. We should care more about the planet. Well, Christine, I could talk to you for hours, but we have a half hour show. So I've got to, I've got to wrap it up, but this has been a lot of fun and you've, you caused me to think, and I imagine that you've got a lot of the listeners thinking differently. And I want to just repeat that last, one of those last statements is what you can't express is going to print in the body. That kind of hit home because we all have things that we bottle up inside. We build them behind those Berlin walls, as you call them. And if we can't let them out, then it's going to print and you probably don't want some of that bad stuff printed uh, into your DNA. So that was a wonderful way to end the podcast. I lost you for about 30 seconds. Uh, that's okay. The audience heard it all. So if people are looking for more just like Chevrolet, they just type in LinkedIn. I have my LinkedIn profile, International, and they, they will get all information. And I want to end this uh, by, you know, a special thank to you, Tom, because I think you have uh, a lot of positive energy in yourself, you know. The guide, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> talking to me, and you are a very um, good person. You are very... Um, uh, self-caring and you look very, very carefully after the people and around you and people love you and uh, you need, I mean, you are made to be loved. 
Well, that just made my day brighter. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, Christine, for joining us. And thank you to everybody who tuned in and listened. I say it every episode. If it wasn't for the audience, why would we do the podcast? So make sure, make sure that you tune in every single week for more interviews. And while you're out there, make sure that you're flexing your business muscles. Make sure your career ladder is against the correct wall because you don't want to climb your career ladder only to find out you're in the wrong place. And while you're out there doing all these things, have some fun along the way. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. Without your listening to these in-depth conversations, there would be no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.